you know, what do you have against the microphones, um, Phil? <laughs> Nothing against them. These are nice. You know, there's a little dead cat on top of them. They're good. Dead cat? <laughs> I would say it's more like a mole. Like a dead mole? El topo? What about mine? Mine's orange. Orange one? Yeah, Yeah, because you have to be different. Mine's like an orange tabby. Yeah, you're in charge and no one ever forgets. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Uh, Park Charles podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. Um, This is your host, Jonathan Foster. And with me are two people who are ungrateful about my microphones. (laughs) No, we have a problem that I have a power play of having the orange cover. That's not true. I mean, but we are grateful that you got everything to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Again. Yes, yes. But I think the mics mics tell us who is uh, like the rank. Exactly. You're the orange one. Phil is the next one that's the same size and mine is a little bit smaller than yours. And I don't mind because I don't want the responsibility. (laughs) I thought you grabbed that because it was cute because it was like, oh, it's a girl's. It's a girl mic. No, then it should be pink. It, it, oh, it can't be too on. heavy. How far yeah. have we fallen from the Galentine's yeah. episode? Okay. Uh, that was a one-off. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to our normal yeah. way. Uh, well, this is uh, Phil and Caroline with me this week, if hey. you couldn't tell. Um, uh, the usual goof troop, you know? We're, we're all here. That's a good reference. I appreciate it. <laughs> goof troop. <laughs> goof troop. How are you guys doing this week? Yeah, pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Fine. I'm yep. just getting over a cold. Oh yeah! So yeah. you're lucky to have me. Yeah, I should so be in lucky. bed. I'm counting my graces and my blessings that this is actually happening. Actually, kind of true because Jesus Christ, the the Megatron. It smells wrong. <laughs> uh, is what I call my interfaces for this. Yeah, because that's and, all I kept hearing you yell under your breath. Yeah, it's just it's hard to get this thing to work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I well, it's hard to figure it. out. Oh, it's only because I've got like you should see like my MIDI set up now because I've got all these things set up so that I can do Skype calls with Ariane to record and oh, stuff. Yeah. And uh Jesus Christ, it's just it's, it's crazy just trying to figure it out. Every time I do it, I always have to relearn how to do it. That sounds like a good way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um or it sounds like I'm getting old. Yeah. Like, it's not sticking in anymore, guys. Um I've yeah. learned everything I'm gonna learn. Anything new is like mm, yeah. I don't like this. This generation bastard. fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting you guys out to dry. Suck it. You know, suck it. Suck it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Skype things with Ariane. Yes. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, our February Patreon exclusive episode is now live on Patreon for $5 and up backers. Yeah. Um, myself and Ariane, the former lovely co-host of this podcast, jumped on the whole award season thing. We also tell you how you can get your Oscars. Yeah, I saw that, you, yeah, it's a sh- surefire way to get an Oscar. So if you need to know, you want to, you got a movie idea? Well, scrap that idea. <laughs> We're going to give you the idea you yeah. need. Actually, we don't really do that. You much, just go ugly and you cry a lot. Yeah, go big or go home. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can catch that on Patreon.com forward slash the PCC Podcast for five dollars or more a month. You can support us, and as a way of saying thank you, we'll give you an extra bonus episode every month. We also have an Uncut Gems episode on there. And we're also working on some ideas for some future episodes. Maybe you watch along. Who knows? Who knows? If you want to press play on a film at the same time as us and hear us talk all the way through it. Well, high tech. In a totally like anti-PCC fashion. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to be quiet talk the over entire the time. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, sh- shut up. Sh- shut shut up. Popcorn? We're watching a movie. Yeah. Sh- hey, shut that popcorn up. It's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... We're kind of keeping this episode a bit short this week. Apologize for the short length, but you know, hey. I think people uh, prefer it when it's yeah. shorter. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think you, you just got to go short. 
I don't know. Some people, try. people have been there. Okay? Some people are like happy for the long ones. I hear it both ways. I don't know. So, well, some people are happy when we take a short episode and double it, you know, <laughs> in length. Yeah. Some uh, people are happy when there's not an episode. So there you go. <laughs> you can't please everyone. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, they skipped this week. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Um, I mean, you could just stop listening. You know, um, click. No, don't do that. But anyway, let's just get into what's going on this week at the Prince Charles Cinema. Showing from Friday, the 28th of February. Coming back, coming back this week. Again, we got Jojo Rabbit and uh, we got First Love sticking around for another week. Caroline just threw up in her mouth a little bit because she revealed no. to us that she caught First Love on on Valentine's Day and she didn't really like it. No, I... Uh, it's okay if I you didn't, didn't like I, it. I was disappointed. Yeah. It's the same guy who did Audition and yeah. Itchy, uh, the Killer. Itchy the Killer. What, so you were I, thinking you were going to get another one of those? Those were like 20 years kind ago. Kind of, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like... Well, don't get your hype, uh, uh, ho- your hopes up too high because I didn't like Blade of the Immortal either. Okay. So. Mm, and you did anyway. Right. But anyway, and I did, I did, I, I could. But you even just, you just said to me that I might like it. So. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Probably I know not. Rob likes it. Did uh, it feel Chloe a bit liked like it. Um, true romance? Not at all. Not, not at all. Because that's no. like what people are sort of saying. It's sort of a got oh. a vibe of because it, I guess story wise. It's got a vibe of true romance. <laughs> no. Well, get, like, maybe two, you want two to be. young lovers getting caught up in a weird sort yeah. of crimey sort of mafia life. Yeah, yeah. and some stuff with a, a, a brain tumor and, and stuff, and I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really like it. I mean, but Gary same- Oldman had a brain tumor to f- made himself look like Riff Raff before Riff Raff even <laughs> was a thing. So hey. There you go. I so, think hey. it's yeah. Hey. But but they all say kind of the same thing. Everyone's like, No, I like it. But <laughs> it might be a little bit too long. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Well, yeah. Well But go watch it. If yeah, you like it, ta- go watch it. Ta- um um Takashi Miike. Ta- Takashi Miike. Yeah. Miike Takashi, whichever way you want to go. Yes. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Why not? John and I had a very different Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've we haven't heard. talked about this because you weren't Please. around last week. Around, yeah. Yeah. Tell them about we it. We went to a little wrestling show. A wrestling show, yeah. yeah. The most My, romantic of the evening. Yeah, it was really good. Those love hearts that we shared on that Valentine's episode a couple weeks ago, Just that inspired us to like our romance to go to see some wrestling. Yeah, exactly. The next type. <laughs> did they, I don't know if they do this in, in wrestling, but did, did they, you know, on the screens for like baseball and stuff, there's like this. Like these, goal? Yeah, or, or this like, or they zoom in on the oh, audience. The yeah. No. Oh, if no. they did that and you were both there like next to each other with the we just hold hands. wife and girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and perfectly framed yeah. for it, ignore yeah. the wife and girlfriend. Yeah, just you two. <laughs> yeah. In a little heart. <laughs> yeah. No, that was really fun. That yeah. was a fun night, yeah. Dusty uh, took me to a wrestling show for Valentine's and she yeah. had never seen one. Yeah. And she seemed to enjoy herself. And she, you know, we ended the night with, uh, she gave you some cat treats. Yeah, and I gave them to my cat, and she ate them immediately. Did she eat them? Yeah. Good, good, Aww. good. She liked them. I, I had to like keep reminding myself, like uh, on the way home, please do not forget you have cat treats in your pocket. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, two weeks from now, I'm gonna stick my hand in this pocket and just be, like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> right, <No>. right, dreamy. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, um, it was pretty fun because mm. Dusty and I sort of conspired that whole thing. I uh, know, and I wouldn't have guessed yeah. until I had no idea until we were in the area and we went for dinner, and uh, we went to this like quiet Italian restaurant, and they sat next to the only other two people there, both of them wearing wrestling shirts. Yeah, and I just like, looked at them, and Dusty was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good night. It was a good night. It was, it was fun to see some British wrestling. I want to see a wrestling show one day. Go! So I recommend they do everyone. Oh yeah, at the the place we went to, your yeah. call, your call, yeah. and um, Bethany, Bethnal Green. Bethnal yeah. Green. They do them nice. quite regularly. They good. Ref Pro. Mm. I think like seeing wrestling live is like the gateway drug to getting someone. Not, I mean, sure. not really into wrestling, but like they'll appreciate it more than they you know would otherwise. On where TV, they just like yeah, you know, you get you get some people still trying to talk shit about wrestling all the time. So that's I a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. So also this week we've got. And I'm happy to confirm this. Robert Eggers, The Lighthouse is coming this week. For the whole finally. Week. Finally coming. Oh, yeah. uh, multiple shows a day. It seems like two, at least two shows most days. Good, good. Uh, so yeah, come and see this film. It was one of my top films from last year. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I got to see a preview screening of it, and it's so good. Have you guys caught it yet? Like, yeah. No, no. You, you I, caught it? I went good. to see it like a few weeks ago and I when could not out, yeah. believe it was nominated for like screenwriting or anything. No, just cinematography. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's so good. And yeah. and the dialogues are insane. And oh my, Willem Dafoe, when he's yeah, just like so talking good. crazy and the camera is like down and the, and the, mm. the, the beard. The, yeah. And, and the light yeah. is like, it makes it look, it makes him look insane. It's, so well, good. The Film Independent Spirit it. Awards gave it some love, so that's good. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a shame. If you like The Witch, same director. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like this film is so good. It's like sort of like so isolating. You basically only have William Defoe and then Robert Pattinson in the film. There is another character that appears in the film, but like there's basically just two people in the film mm. and they are just there the entire time and you're stuck on this lighthouse with them and the whole time you're just kind of like my god this is tense but when the film ends you're just kind of like i could have stayed there for a little bit longer it's really? one of those films you know where it's just like wow like it you sounds, just uh, the way people describe it to me and everyone seems to have loved it but it sounds like a hellish nightmare to actually it watch. is yeah, yeah like, it is a bit scary the thing right where like yeah during the day, the lighthouse doesn't work, right? Mm. Like, so they use a foghorn. Yeah, yeah. And like, apparently, it's just nonstop. It's sort of. yeah. nonstop, and it's so creepy. It re- that really made me feel like, like on edge. Like it was so scary to me that yeah. sound. But also, you say like, oh, I could have stayed there a little longer. I was the opposite. I was like, I could not Get wait me out of here. to <laughs> get the fuck out. Just finish, please. I don't know. There's, there's something kind of entrancing about it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so definitely get if you get the chance if you haven't seen it yet or if you just want to see it again I'm come to it. the lighthouse I'm, I'm yeah. really excited yeah. to watch it I've missed was like, I felt like everything came out in January so I didn't catch everything mm. like I was saying before I just watched Parasite mm-hmm. yeah. um, so I'll, I'm trying to catch up hopefully we get everything yeah so also this week uh, Saturday we got a couple of good things going on um, uh, we got My Neighbor Totoro it's the subtitled version yes uh, we got a screening of The Classic. Matrix Nice. Um, so if you want to go back to episode 10, you can yeah. check out myself and Phil and Ariane talk about a lot oh, of yeah, Keanu yeah, Reeves stuff. That. And we talked about The Matrix. And it's just in time because Matrix 4 is happening. Mm. You've seen the oh, photos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim I haven't Cummings, seen anything. Uh, yeah, he tw- tweeted some photos of that. Was he was just really walking funny. past it? Like, Maybe, fuck. yeah. It looked <laughs> that, really well. That looks so cool. But just to 
also just mentioning that both uh, My Name But Totoro and Matrix, they are in uh, 35 mil. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, a good day. That's a both really good movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm working at Double, so I can't wait. That's yeah. really good. <laughs> and then Saturday night, we do have a couple of marathons on. Um, I saw that a couple of tickets came back for one of them for the Ghibli marathon, but it's going to sell out. But yeah. yeah, basically Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino marathon and uh, Studio Ghibli all nighter. Are both on Saturday night. Mm. They're both sold out, unfortunately. That's why but, we're not doing an episode because yeah. you can't buy tickets for <laughs> yeah. it. That would be the point um, of advertising. Yeah, but Tarantino, it's possible that we're going to put another one on sales. So keep an eye out if you're interested in that. It's got a lot of his classics. We should do a part um, two to it and it's all the films that aren't in that one. Yeah. yeah. They kind of fit together if you've been to both. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Studio Ghibli Marathon. Um, like I said, that's, uh, or Ghibli, however you want to say it. Um, that's Ghibli. sold out now. But it's another one coming on Easter Sunday, the 12th of April. Again, I can't think of a better way to celebrate the death of Jesus by watching <laughs> a bunch of Ghibli movies. Yeah, and they're all like the uh, Miyazaki-directed ones. Mm. The best ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, just, I really want to do a Ghibli episode sometime. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about it after but I've done uh, the thing. Um, and I haven't seen enough, but every time I watch one, I'm like, that was fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Why don't I watch more of these? I've only seen like four or five. And the last one yeah. I watched really blew me away and it was like their first one uh we showed La- laputa Castle oh, yeah. Castle yeah. Guy, yeah. it like honestly blew me away and that was like yeah one of the first or second movies i had seen my neighbor totoro which is a very sweet short mm-hmm. film um spirited away is amazing obviously there's so many so much good stuff from one service Exactly. The cat return. I even think their the later Rises, stuff is big, yeah. When Rises is so one. good. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm tempted to um reach out to the guys from Ghibliotech because I know a couple of them maybe do a crossover episode. That'd be good. Yeah. Have them on for a Ghibli mm-hmm. Ghibli episode. So yeah, you guys hear me knocking? I don't know if any of you guys listen to this episode. You know. Boom. You sound like uh, Pesci in Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on Sunday, we have and How to Train Your Dragon trilogy oh, yeah. uh, marathon thing going on. So Those are great. I've not seen any of them Those myself, great. actually. I have only seen the third one when really? we had the trilogy here last time. Yeah, yeah. And because I was like, I haven't seen any of them. I want to see the first one. And everyone was, no, 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 I'm watching it. I'm doing the second one. Okay, well, I'll do the third one then. I'll try and catch up. And I catched up like this, mm. but oh my God. God, the animation. It gave me chills. Yeah. It's it was nuts. nominated for an Oscar as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. No, the, that the first one, one. Yeah, the first yeah. one is like, honestly, what, low key, one of the best animated yeah. films oh. in like recent years. No one really talked about them. And it's just really yeah, it's a trilogy. A, it's a weird really one because really dark. It's a DreamWorks title. So, yeah. unless if you're Shrek, no one seems to give a shit about DreamWorks, it seems. Or Country Panda. Yeah, yeah. And they always compare, like, you know, it's obviously like, the redheaded stepchild to like Pixar's like mm. golden son. Sure, you know? sure, so, yeah. I mean, they have nothing to do with each other as their competitors, but you know what I mean? Exactly, like, um, yeah. but yeah, they, I don't know, like uh, how to train your dragon. I remember when that came out, I remember a lot of people were talking about like how much they loved it, but it felt like no one gave a shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the grand scheme of things, it was just like, you would see like quite a few people just like in pockets and spread out saying, Oh yeah, like great movie, great movie, great movie. But then, you never saw it from the mainstream any sort of respect. And they have three movies no, now. Exactly. So, I mean, they, they definitely did well enough to get, like, sequels and stuff. Yeah, but. and they do, they, like, just have, there's some, like, real shit that happens in yeah, those movies yeah. that you don't really see in, like, Western animation. Mm-hmm. Like, the kids, because it's about a group of kids, and they get 
fucked up and they yeah. live with those they're like scarred and they mm. the series continues with those yeah yeah things. i i should try to catch them sometime so uh if you want to catch up catch sunday's up on the these day. sunday's the day Whoa. all three films back to back to back i think there's a reduced price tickets for kids as well um also on sunday hitchcock 1956 yeah. version of the man who knew too much nice. in 35 mil yeah in yeah, 35 millimeter cool. uh yeah because we're doing a 50s hitchcock season right now mm-hmm. this is the remake of his own film yeah. of the same title uh he did one i think in 1934 that had peter laurie in it and this is like american remake uh yeah yeah because yeah, the original one was british mm-hmm. there are a lot of different plot elements to this one like uh but you know, it's still kind of the same, same sort of story, same idea. And there's debate over which one's better. So mm. shout out. Let us know. Which one do you think is better? Have you seen both versions of The Man Who Knew Too Much? I prefer The better. Man Who Knew Too Little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. yeah. Little Bill Murray classic. Yeah, exactly. uh, Monday. We were kind of hoping we were going to pick this up for a whole week, but it didn't turn out to be that way. But we have it for Monday and another screening at the end of the month. It's Memories of Murder, uh, Bong Joon-ho's classic crime sort of thriller, sort of mystery film. It's doing really, really well. We had it last week. Caroline, you caught it, didn't you? I did. Um, you and you I was it. blown away. Yeah. I, I could not. like. I was so into it. I was like, getting all frustrated yeah. with them, too, because they are like these uh, like kind of bad cops. Yeah. And and they like beat people up and like it's nuts, but they're so frustrated and the in the ending is just yeah oh you just want to know, <laughs> but oh it's 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 fucking sick like yeah. really if oh I'm swearing a lot sorry but this is swearing it's like so Taylor good. lighthouse yeah. it yeah it's 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 really good I will say I really like Parasite but it's very close yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, all of that's what people say, yeah. Well. Yeah, people love them. People say that uh, if you if you like Parasite, you're going to love Memories of Murder. And also, you're going to love Wednesday. We have yeah. Bong Joon-ho's Mother. Mother, I, millimeter. I'm really interested by it. I really yeah. love the premise of it. Yeah. I really want to check it out. It sounds really cool. So I asked yeah. Paul what his favorite. Shout out, Paul. Shout out, Paul. And he was saying he thinks it's Mother and then Parasite and then Memories. But like it, it's just like they're all really tight because yeah. they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped over Tuesday, but Tuesday it's our final screening of Joker on seventy millimeter. Thank God. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't skip over it because you guys know my track record with how I care about Joker. I, I love it. I love it. it. I love it. It's your favorite film but of the year. I will say, hey, if you don't have a membership, buy a membership and come see the Joker for one pound. Oh wow, it's one, one yeah. pound. The Joker strikes again. Okay, one pound. that is. You can pay that. Yeah. It's worth or one pound. you can just come see the Joker if you already have a membership. You get what you pay for. for. One pound. I, I don't agree. Don't yeah. listen yeah. to these two. No, I think that's I a liked hell it. Of, I like the Joker. Yeah, yeah you did. I, like it quite I didn't I didn't necessarily like it, but like I think that's a hell of a bargain, you know, one pound for a seventy millimeter performance of yeah. the Joker. Yeah. So I, yeah, come see this film for a pound. <laughs> it's, it's quite funny. Um I don't know how, but Peter and I started talking about Joker the other day. He loved the Denny's he, and so. No, yeah, <laughs> you would think Johnny that. Hunter. And he had so, it, he was so negative towards it. I was like, well, I'd nice. like it. Like, we talked about it. And then it comes out, well, I haven't seen it, but. Like, uh, what? <laughs> you cannot have these opinions. You haven't even no, seen every, the film? No, mo- every movie to Peter is just, you know, stupid bullshit. Yeah. Peter's, uh, 
Peter's like, an academy voter. Like we were, sat, yeah, we were, we were <laughs> yeah. sat in the office the other day, and he turned to the color out of face post, and he's like, "When this stupid bullshit come out?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, um, and I was like, "End of the month." But every movie is like that. The only movie I've heard him talk about that he liked was like the Stepford Wives, <laughs> something okay. really weird like that. Um, he likes Interview with a Vampire. Oh, fucking! He likes vampire movies. All right, fair enough. He's a vampire. Peter is a vampire. We should get Dan. Peter and does Peter not on. come to parties. <laughs> <laughs> he does not come to staff meeting. Party Peter. come to Peter. <laughs> Peter does not come to staff meeting. Peter's eight thousand years old. <laughs> um, uh, he is like that Nosferatu yeah. vampire. He's in, like uh, what we yeah. do in the shadows. His, his name Peter? is Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Peter. That's so you guys should have been here when we screened that film. And everyone just like saw it, and we were all just like, <gasps> <laughs> just like a <laughs> huge, a huge laugh from the back of yeah. everyone who worked there. Everybody yeah. else like, what the fuck? I did so crack up laughing when they said it, his name was Peter, and they showed him, and it looked like Nosferatu, and I was like, oh, I'm glad you guys that don't I'm know. So One day good. we'll hopefully have Peter on the podcast. Oh, that would be It'll never happen. The but, best episode yeah. ever. Just ever. Only, just talk about yeah. Peter's favorite films. Just he yeah. needs to make a top three. That will be. Hilarious. I think we should just aim for the bar. Like, let him talk about because he's oh, our bar yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah. He loves beers and stuff. Exactly. And that's the only thing we can really get him to talk about sometimes. But don't get him. But he doesn't drink beer because he's a fucking lightweight. Oh, he, <laughs> is. he drinks beer. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> but don't talk to him about Asahi. Don't tell him that you like Asahi because oh, no. he, he will not stop about Strangle yeah. you. He will strangle you. Yeah, our final film this week, this show for an entire week, which we'll cover a little bit here, is Richard Stanley's Color Out of Space. All those years in the big city, we finally got out. We're living the dream. Maybe it is a dream. And then everything just blew up. Big flash. Wasn't like any color I'd ever seen before. It looks like a meteorite. Did you plant those? No. Jack, what are you doing? Shh. It's talking to me. Who's talking to you? A man in the well. It's just a color. I don't know what I believe anymore. They're not my family. Crazy evil. Are you guys ready for this? Because this is, I was, I was tempted not to even try to even go down the road of reading out this synopsis. <laughs> but then I start reading it. I'm just like, oh, it's hilarious. Let's go for it. Cosmic Nightmare from the minds of H.P. Lovecraft and cult director Richard Stanley, Color Out of Space, follows Nathan Gardner, played by Nicholas Gage, <laughs> Teresa Gardner, played by Jolie Richardson, and their three children, Madeline Arthur, Brendan Mayer, and Julian Hillard, 
whose recent retreat to rural life quickly crumbles when a meteorite crashes in their front yard. The mysterious aerolite seems to melt the earth, infecting both the land and the properties of space-time. <laughs> Mutants form. Like a band or something? <laughs> what? Like a band or something? Space-time? Yeah, space-time. Mutants form of technicolor flora. Mutant forms, of, sorry, mutant forms of technicolor flora start sprouting while local animals begin to display bizarre deformities. Soon the gardeners realize that they are too susceptible to the extraterrestrial pathogen. Is this coronavirus? <laughs> and must escape the contagious cloud that has consumed their farm. With the help of a friendly hydrologist, Elliot Knight, and his centric neighbor, Tommy Chunk. Tommy Chunk. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> the family attempts to battle a nebulous entity that they can barely begin to understand. What chance can a few humans have against a force capable of traversing the gulf between worlds, a nightmarish being that exists beyond the limits of the human spectrum? Jesus Christ. Wow, I mean, that was impressive. Don't, yeah, we, you I don't mean, need to see the film now. Yeah, we don't have to really say anything. <laughs> I think I've seen it. Yeah. So, Next yeah. Time. It's intense. Um, Everything's going to be a okay. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. We're going to be okay, guys. <laughs> Nick Cage is here. <laughs> um, it's directed by cult director Richard Stanley, as I said a couple times. And he not made a film in like his, 20 years. Yeah, his filmography includes Hardware and Dust Devil, but it's his first feature. He's done some some documentaries, but it's his first feature film since being fired from 1996's Disastrous, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Is that oh. the Brando one? Yeah. Marlon Brando one. And Val Kilmer. Uh, so, I think he touched the bullet. <laughs> have you heard about all that stuff, though? V- vaguely, it's yeah. It's nuts. Like, I was looking into it a little bit. I want to, I want to, like, I instantly wanted to jump in more, and I was just like, this has nothing to do with Color Out of Space. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we should do an episode about that yeah, for no reason. There's a documentary. I really want to see it now. It's called Lost Soul, The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, it's from 2014, and it sort of just covers the whole thing that happened. Like, there's, like, Feruza Balk was in it, Val Kilmer, uh, um, uh, Brando. Marlon Brando, like it's a, it's got a crazy cast, but it was just like this epic sort of failure. Like um, people on the set were just arguing the whole time. Apparently, Val Kilmer was a complete and utter nightmare. Brando didn't want to learn the script; he wanted he to wear it. He wanted to wear an earpiece. Yeah, he would do that, and they would just like read him the lines, and he just say it. Yeah, Richard Stanley got fired within a week of showing up on set because. There were so many issues. Like uh, one of the actors quit and went, you know, just asked for his release from his contract for, from the studio. And the studio was like, okay. And then next thing you know, they just like faxed him and fired Richard Stanley. <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of issues. Feruza Balk wanted to walk off set because Richard Stanley got fired, and like she was upset by that. And they basically kind of forced her to like come back on set, and basically was like, "We will ruin you if uh, you don't." I'm gonna um, put it on the board. so sounds crazy um speaking of people trying to ruin young women's careers did you guys hear the news party time good fuck him good good times good times i hope Um, you rocked in jail i don't have any cakes uh (laughs) to celebrate but today is shrove tuesday the day that we're recording so we have pancakes Oh, and they're uh, syrup and sultana 
I guess I had to get this because I thought like a regular pancake might just be a little too dry. Yeah. And you guys already kind of looking like, oh. but we'll see what they taste like. Yeah. This is snack time. Snack time. It's snack time. It's snack time. Snack time. Oh, that's a really oh, good sound. That's a good... Oh, what? Oh, yeah, they have sultanas in them. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, I wish I could smell these. <laughs> oh, they smell good, Phil. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You're not going to hear any crunching. They are soft. Mm. Not bad. I thought these were going to suck. <laughs> yeah, they're nice. They're nice, yeah. Well, happy Mardi Gras. Yeah, out of five? Dr. Muru. Out of the five charges, Weinstein faced, for how many do you give these pancakes? <laughs> Two. Two. <Yeah. laughs> We're keeping Two. it. We're keeping Wayne. it. What yeah. do you got? For how many years would you be happy to revisit these? <laughs> 25. 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Colorado Space is adapted from the short story by H.P. Lovecraft from the same name, or actually it's technically the Colorado Space. Um, <laughs> fucking bullshit <laughs> Richard Stanley wrote an unproduced biopic about H.P. Lovecraft apparently it was called Providence and he also says that this is his first of three planned H.P. Lovecraft adaptations so yeah he should do the more. biopic with Nick Cage playing him yeah that'd be oh. sick apparently he wanted Nick Cage to be in Dust Devil so yeah he's like he got along well, with like him I think so yeah uh, it's produced by Spectre Vision which is the same people who are responsible for my, 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 my Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. Um, like so that's Mandy. Elijah Wood's crew. Uh, but if you're coming into this thinking it's going to be Mandy, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> this to you. All right. So only myself and Caroline have seen this. We saw it at BFI um, during LFF. Yep. It's really, it's an interesting film. <laughs> but if you come in thinking you're going to get another Mandy, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Because this is a Richard Stanley film. It's also Lovecraft. <laughs> uh, it's not like crazy evil. It's crazy evil. <laughs> yeah, it's not crazy evil. Weird hippie time. Yeah, it's a different vibe. But it's still, one of the things I really liked about Mandy was the colors. Yeah. And Color Out of Space has, has, colors. has like similar colors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's got, it's got Nick Cage. It's got similar color sort of schemes, crazy weird colors. It's a weird sort of horror-y sort of film. Yeah. And it's got a really badass score. Yeah. The music's yes, amazing for it. But it's not it's Mandy. not it's not Mandy. And that's not a good that's not like good or bad. It's mm-hmm. it's just not Mandy. Which land you know. Yeah, and if you're yeah, I don't know. I mean like I think it's gonna it's gonna like appeal to different crowds, like, you know, um, some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. people who are looking for Mandy. It's yeah. not particularly fair to the movie. Yeah, it's not fair to the movie. It's. I think the the thing is, if you like Lovecraft, you're going to love it. If you like Nick Cage, you're going to love it. Because Nick Cage is just Nick, Nick Cage. Nick Cage is in it. Yeah. I hear. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, pre- it's a pretty wild film. Um, we're not going to talk about it too much. We're going to keep this episode a bit short because we don't want to spoil the film because Phil hasn't seen it, so he can't really... Even say his opinions on no, it. No, I don't particularly care. But yeah. And, uh, for the, for yeah. the, and also for yet. you people out there, 
Um, a lot of you haven't seen it unless you came during LFF or our preview screening a few weeks back. So, Tommy yeah. Chong is in it. That's yeah, it's got Tommy watching. Chung. Yeah. That, he is really good in it. Tommy I Chung is pretty Tommy hilarious. And he's sick. Like, he's yeah. cool. I would say he is as you would expect. Good. He's just there like, yeah. Yes. I think he has a he has a cat called G-Spot <laughs> because he can never find it. Is that is, is that right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> a cat called G-Spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so Nicolas Cage though Richard Stanley said that his favorite Cage film is uh, Vampire's Kiss so he asked him to just basically give that same sort of performance do that again so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh, so if you like Vampire's Kiss then you're gonna I mean it's it's not even that really it's it is a very interesting Cage performance um, it's just Cage being Cage really so if you like that it's like Go for it. Go for it. Have we done a Nick Cage episode? No. No. I think so. We should do one. We should do one someday, yeah. And um, pick the most cagey of movies. Next time yeah. we do like the, the Cage the triple, triple feature, yeah. yeah. Mega um, three. He's doing that new film, though, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Tal- Talent. <laughs> I love the sound of this movie yeah, where so he plays himself. Nicolas Cage oh, really? playing yeah. Nicolas Cage. And he's going to recreate themes from Nick Cage yeah. movies. Oh, sick. It, can, I, it, it kind of sounds like yeah. a John Malkovich sort of thing. Or like an... I don't know. I don't know. That's the end of that. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the end of that trend. <laughs> <laughs> so, seeing that I'm keeping it short about Color Out of Space, I want you guys to see it. It's showing from Friday the whole week. There's numerous screenings a day. Uh, we've even added a couple more as I was putting the program on this morning. Um, yeah, so come see it. And also... Side note, we're also going to be doing a Laura Dern season soon. Um, yeah. yeah. And during the, as a part of that, from Friday. The Dern. To, the Dern. From Friday the 29th of May, we have the Nicolas Cage, Laura Dern, William Defoe. See William oh, Defoe coming yeah. back Wild into this. Uh, David yeah. Lynch directed Wild at Heart. Yes. I've yes. never yes. seen it. Yes. I can't yes. see it on the big we're screen. We're definitely going to do an episode about Okay, that. I'll definitely Please. watch it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tickets are on sale at PrinceCharlesCinema.com for that as well. Uh, remember, get your memberships. Go ahead and uh, tage it up this week. Uh, see Joker for a pound. Just all that sort of stuff. You know, give us money. But before we go, it's we're gonna pregame our Nicolas Cage future episode with IFC's ten weird facts about Nicolas Cage. Cool, cool. So, number 10, China thinks he's the best actor in the world. <laughs> only China? <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying that, like... They only are China. Um, <laughs> hey, China, what do you think? Cage, you know, he's won an Oscar before, surprisingly. Yeah, leaving um, Las Vegas. Yeah. He's good in that. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying it's amazing. He's, like, you he know... He was a good one. Yeah. He, he's, he's won an Oscar. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, apparently China gave him the best global actor in motion pictures award. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. Apparently I mean, he's, he's in everything, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he apparently sued Kathleen Turner because she said that he stole a dog. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nick. Like, Nick. apparently... She thought he like had stolen like a chihuahua or something. I don't know Nicolas Cage on any personal level, but I hundred percent believe he would steal a chihuahua from Kathleen well, Turner. Apparently, he 
believe he would steal a dog, but I doubt a chihuahua. He apparently he protested. He protested and he sued, and then he won, and he got a public apology. I think he just <laughs> needed the money. Uh, once he woke up to a naked man, and uh, not in the way that you would think. Okay. Apparently, he was living in Orange County with his wife. He woke up one night to discover a man completely naked, <laughs> except for Cage's leather jacket on, <laughs> sitting on the foot oh, of his bed, jacket. eating a fudge sickle. <laughs> what? <laughs> he managed to convince the guy to leave, and then eventually he moved out. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. You would, wouldn't you? All right, here we go. Is this what animal is abuse? He wants, yep. he wants dead mushrooms with his cat. <laughs> What? This is the man you want to have in Colorado yeah, Space, yeah. Mandy. <laughs> uh, you, Are these true? Are these really true, though? Apparently. They sound like the Chuck Norris like joke, you know? Like, it, Well, he told uh, David Letterman that he uh, was hanging out with his pet cat, Louis, or Louis, and he had some shrooms laying around, and then he just decided to do some with his cat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really want to see what cat is like on my I don't know. Yeah, I want. Did it um, eat it willingly? Probably not. See? Probably That's not. the thing. No, no, definitely animal abuse. So apparently he's going to be buried in a pyramid. Um, <laughs> okay. He's got a nine foot tall stone pyramid oh, in New, New Orleans uh, Cemetery. He actually has the most haunted house, like, possibly in New Orleans. Just, of course, he fucked. Like, <laughs> uh, if you believe in that sort of thing. Oh, that's sick. Make a film um, about that. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. Yeah, so he had two teeth pulled once for a film. So he was doing that film, Birdie, from 1984, about a traumatized Vietnam vet. Um, and he decided to get some teeth pulled to like just really get some like some pain. Oh, like before Shia LaBeouf did it. <laughs> this is probably the weirdest one. He eats animals based on how they have sex. What? So I'm just exhausted. Apparently, he only eats <laughs> animals that are this? dignified when they mate, like birds and fish. He refuses to eat anything that has sex in a way that he doesn't find attractive. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So he just. <laughs> I I will say this now. I don't believe this. I don't yeah. believe that. He I don't just, know. He, he studied the pescatarian once, and somebody like ran with it. Yeah. Well, would, would he eat dolphin? He eats fish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would he eat dolphin? Could they like mate for pleasure? I don't know, man. And they, you know, they probably look quite majestic when they do it. Ducks. I'm just willing to say he's not strange. He's not going to eat humans, exactly. so that's good. He's not like a, cannibal. a little corkscrew. Exactly. We're talking about duck dick. Yeah, John, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. His, his acting technique is called nervous schematic. No um, technique. <laughs> uh, describing the acting methodology that of Nicolas Cage using normal human language is an exercise in futility. That's because he's developed his own totally unique way of getting into the character, which he calls Novu Shemantic. If you want to learn all of his secrets, apparently he's going to write a book about it. Great. I fucking read the shit. I can't wait to read that book. I think it would essentially dial down to make the craziest decision you can at any given point in making a film. So we had a guy laying in his bed with him when he was when he was sleeping. We've had true. He's also. Had a mime stalker. <laughs> <laughs> How did he know? How did he know? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, while he was filming Bringing Out the Dead, like some obsessed fan kept showing up multiple times, pantomiming a weird, a number of weird actions until the actor finally got security to kick him out. <laughs> and uh, he also once had a pet octopus. This is the final fact. That is the best fact. 
I yeah. will say. Yeah. Apparently, he 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 bought he buys a lot of crap. So, like I said, he's got like a, he's got a, a haunted castle? house. Yeah. He's got a castles. He's got yachts. Got a pyramid. He's got a jet. A he's got like T Rex skull. Oh. I bet um, he had like a massive collection of like Fabergé eggs or something. Yeah. So instead of getting a cat or a dog, well, his cat's probably dead because he gave it shrooms. Um, yeah, apparently he dropped a lot of money on an octopus. <laughs> what? Like a, a Bond uh, villain. Yeah. He would be a good yeah. Bond villain. Have you seen those videos of him going on like those British TV shows? He just like comes out and he just like does a complete front flip somersault sort of thing. Yeah. And just like has his jack- like leather jacket on and he's he looks like he's coked out of his <laughs> mind. It's absolutely amazing. Which wouldn't surprise anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he just swallowed a balloon of yeah. cocaine before going out. <laughs> anyway, that's us wrapping up here. We thought we'd give you a nice little short episode, but pat it out with some cage facts. I would Hopefully love to do a whole episode up. of just talking about like shit you've heard about <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, if you want that, maybe that could be yeah, a bonus episode on Patreon. super interesting. Yeah. So hit us up on patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. Keep us alive. And like we said, every month, we'll give you a bonus episode. Um, and you can also hit us up on podcast at princecharlescinema.com for emails, or you can tweet us at the PCC podcast. You can find me, Jonathan Foster, at Tall for All. T-A-L-L, the number four A-L-L on all those things, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, you can find the podcast at Instagram. I, f- I keep forgetting we have yeah, one. We're on Instagram. Yeah, the PCC podcast as well. Uh, where can people find you, Phil? Um, either, you know, um, <laughs> um, you know, um, here at, at work at the Prince Charles Cinema or, you know, wrapped up in, in bed. Or uh, online. Thank you for that. Bullshit jar. <laughs> Bullshit jar time. <laughs> um, uh, I'm at Far Away Sad on Twitter. Sick. And Dog Nightmares on Instagram. Yeah. Um, if you see me, come say hi. Come say hi to yeah. Phil. He's a sick boy. He needs your. I am. I've well got shot. I yeah. I'm sorry for the sniffles and the, I've been coughing off mic. Hopefully, yeah. Ruin the episode. <laughs> oh, I mean, I hope it does. I think but. Nicolas Cage. Is- as we're in this episode. <laughs> or thanks, made, it better. Thanks, made it better. Thanks, Nicholas Cage. Question mark? Crazy. Evil. <laughs> Caroline, where can people find you? Get on, that Twitter story out. On Vicious Snowflake. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Another uh, Randy quote. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, so... um. Yeah, I really need to uh, sort my life out in general, but also my Twitter because I keep saying I'll sort <laughs> Mo- it out and yeah. I still haven't. Actually, you stay off Twitter. It's a, it's a cesspool. It kind it's of a cesspool. Now you tell me to stay off. You, yeah. uh, well, what, do you Twitter, what do you want? Film yeah. Twitter has been evil this past week. So yeah, screw it. Okay. Him. I just I go in. Yeah, I go in to like pimp out the podcast and yeah. then I'm out again. It's funny for a giggle, but man. The only thing I ever shared on my uh, Twitter was uh, the, the fact that we did the uh, pop star sing along. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing. But anyway, where you can find me is Caroline Instagram. H Fresk. Uh, so C A R O L I N E H F R I S K. I hope I spelled my first name correct there. Anyway, Caroline H Fresk on Instagram. Yes, that's why you can find me. Maybe you should just make that your your Twitter handle as well. That's well, easy. it's not that I haven't tried. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's taken. Also, it's the same as it is on on Twitter. It's the same I have on Letterbox. So, so and it's, and so, it's annoying so annoying because, because it's it's a, it's a word, word I was, I was called, 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 called
I'm called Snule on Twitter. Yeah, and it's just the thing my uncle would always call me Snule, and it's just like it doesn't mean anything. It's just a word. But and there was like, oh whatever, I need to put something down. And I used and I cannot change it. It's it's one of those things when you make a an email when you're like nine years old and it's like Justin Bieber lover. Not that I was ever Justin Bieber. I was Jonas Brothers. Of course, yeah. Okay. First email was very embarrassing. Don't have, Don't, have Don't, have Don't have it. Don't have it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, bye. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Come see Color Out of Space or The Lighthouse or both or Joker. One and pound. Joker. Watch movies. Watch movies. Buy membership. Get 15% off Consume everything. Yes. Eat popcorn. Come Don't and say talk. hello. Come and yeah. see Phil's awesome uh, <laughs> Simpson socks. Please kill me. <laughs> Wrestling. Oh, that's great. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't.